And here we are. Here we are. No one asked you to comment. No one asked. No one asked for any of this. Dollhouse with special guest. Hello. I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm operating under an alias today, and my name is Platon Vanité. You guys can call me Platon. Okay, cool. I can't speak French, so I'm just going to call you Anon. (laughs) You could call me Anon. I'm going to call you (laughs) QAnon. Cute. Cute. Do do you guys need uh, some dramatic piano intro to this L.A. dollhouse episode? Absolutely. It's all we've ever needed. Always. Let's cue it up. Ready? Mm -hmm. I'll I'll announce us in. Dollhouse. L.A. November 2022. Sexual assault feminism. And what we really <laughs> opted for. Those aren't our topics. I'd like to welcome to the episode Dollhouse co host Jaggyish Katie Oates. <laughs> you know, like that one? Yeah. Love I it. do. She's I do. Um, my friends, where where should we start? Um, In the beginning. We're starting week three. We're starting week three of the Harvey Weinstein trial. And. Um, what we've been searching for is a reason to outright believe every single thing we've heard from each victim because we are trained to want to believe all victims. That is what the media has told us would make us good people. That is what is the trendiest thing to do is to just just believe. But what we are hearing, what I am reporting back to you is that all of these victims have a friend to introduce them to Harvey and all of these friends had um, concerning vibes with Harvey before. Maybe should we say, I think that it's, I'm just gonna say, I think there's a big prostitution ring in Hollywood. And I think that what actually happened is that people were down to like blow hot people, but then like blowing Harvey Weinstein's actually like the most disgusting, like, farm hog shit you'll ever do and they have a deep sense of regret and yes harvey needs to be stopped absolutely um but but shouldn't we be stopping the satanic sex cult that is hollywood if we're actually going to take this on right should we stop all of it or just the surface of it yeah which no one wants to yeah 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 prostitution ring and we're sitting in hollywood right now physically so we're speaking from the first person here Mm -hmm. i could feel seen it i can feel deals going on right in those hills over there they're doing deals these are deals yeah they're doing deals and what's and what's coming out at the harvey weinstein trial those are what i call deal terms and (laughs) and that was a contract thank you Thank you. Yes, deal terms. Please elaborate. Inside every contract is an arrangement between two or more entities. And they are there are bullets of what we are both agreeing to and exchanging for this. And sometimes yeah. contracts are written on a Word or GDoc between two parties. Sometimes they're spoken or handshaked. Is that a word? Yeah. Look it up Hand-shaked. later. Like in Norwegian culture. Yeah. They're hand shooken, like in Norwegian <laughs> culture, no paper contracts. And in Hollywood, no, no. in Hollywood, 
Those those deals happen when the women crossed the threshold of the door into Harvey Weinstein's hotel room. Correct. Yeah, there sealed with a kiss, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's that is wow. That was brilliant. Thank yeah, you. that that was that was like basically and what we're saying in saying that is like that's signing your name on the dotted line, the walking through that door. Yeah, um I, it's like with yeah. Jane Doe one, we had we had her friend Pascal who was friends with Harvey before and she was hooking up with Pascal previously. There were some insinuations of drugs that went on during the trial. Um, Jane Doe, too, her friend who was previously hooking up with Harvey, introed her to Harvey. Jane Doe, three, she met Harvey the first time because her friend Nicole was meeting Harvey and didn't want to be alone with Harvey. Everyone knew this quote-unquote open secret before they met with Harvey. There's no such thing as an open secret. It's just not a thing. So does the punishment fit the crime? If we're going to say that humanity is at a time where we need to change our behavior, um, I'm down with that. But, you know, our justice system is a bit draconian and we need yeah. to take responsibility. Love that word. Ooh, bless it. Bless it. We need to take responsibility on all levels. Like, I don't want people to look back in history and and think that being a victim is is um is is trendy or is popular or is feel free to interrupt when we look back on on what happened with Harvey organized crime does not a victim make the punishment does not match the crime and, and this is what's going on all over society right now are that the people, the Twitter mobs, they're, they're designing the punishments and canceling careers. I don't think yeah. you should be making films anymore or women's careers anymore. But mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. be him sitting in a courtroom as if he murdered people facing what I heard before jail time or something, what? What? When when all of these people maybe consented to some of this and then hated it later? Right. Which we've all been through. By the way, how is my audio, you guys? Sorry, we're having some issues here. Is it really bad? No, it's not really no. bad. Just could, should I really take bad. out my headphones maybe? No, I think you should keep them. Just reduce the room boom. Okay. Um. So also I have like this weird space heater on. Um, you're going to hear some beeping. I think that what, um, what you just said that maybe did things and then later regretted them, right. Or consented to things that exactly. I was just about to say, that's like the most human, that's the human experience period. So making other, it's the woman experience. Yeah. Oh, deeply. And like, Oh, and by I was just talking about this with Brie earlier on the phone. I was like, men um, in society, it's not that like, oh, they're they're like uh, worse, right? It's just that like they're kind of operating in this way that's like they just do things without any regard for what the um, repercussions are going to be. And like women don't move through the world in that way because like we have to think more about what 
you know, what this is going to mean in the long term, like how people are going to view us based on this or whatever. And men don't operate in that way, how people no. are going to view us, how, how, like men just don't no. operate like that at all. Right. Right. Yeah. I want to find Women are all world. internal. All internal. Sorry, we have huge Jackie, inner worlds. Yeah. Inner worlds. So we're obsessed yeah. with everything looking at us. Like I walk to yes. the car in a parking garage and I'm like, don't be a statistic. Sopranos. Yes, exactly. Dr. Sopranos. Melfi. Did Melfi don't teach take us the anything? Stairs. Yes. Yeah. She, don't take she the taught stairs, me, man. Don't take the stairs in a parking garage. Like this is how you have to think as a female yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah. So what is it where we believe that these un, un, these horrible events happened? Yes, we believe it. And we believe that he should not be able to wield power because he takes advantage of people. But there's like this middle ground of being like, well, girls, you kind of knew, like you knew. So what do we do when police say we don't have a case unless you say it this way, this way, this way? Yeah, there's a there's a Bible that you get like the victim language and like how like the the things that you can comment on like you can be you can bring up this part but you can't bring up that part so like you can only bring up the part where you were suddenly in the bathroom like all you can bring up is that you were in the bathroom and how did it feel in the bathroom and they're all going to say that in the bathroom it felt gross of course it did but like you the the part where you walked up, you you hung out in the lounge. You got the call to come to the lounge of the hotel. You knew kind of what these exchanges. Yes, of course, there was a first person who did this. Yes, there was a first woman who did this. But yeah. but arguably, these witnesses are not the first, right, of all time. And so, like, they kind of had this history that they'd heard about. And and known about these exchanges before, probably engaged in these exchanges with other people who were lower on the on the in the Hollywood, you know, hierarchy than Harvey. They, they, oh, and, they were yeah. tagging their friends in. It was yeah, like they were DOS, tagging their friends for in. Hollywood for Hollywood. Credits. It was DOS. It was DOS for Hollywood credits. Thank you. There was actually no rewards for Doss. You just got to like be in with this troll named Keith. Actually, he was very oh, and he was Doss very powerful. Scarves. You'd get colored scarves in that scene, okay? You get, like, you get a, yeah. it's a sash. Yeah. It's a sash. You get a sash. And sash. Don't call it a scarf. Yeah. It <laughs> oh, was No. Yeah. But like, but they but this was yeah, you know what I mean. I said what I said. <laughs> right. You get to make of- love to Keith Raniere. There's no Oscar trophy though. There's no the Oscar sash. trophy. There's no Oscar. You live you live in like a lame um house in Albany that like looks like every like it's one of those creepy uh cul-de-sacs in Albany where like every house it's looks It's a split the same. family townhouse condo community. In That's Albany, what it is. And it's legit it's Clifton the worst Park. vibe. Let me adjust. Okay, fine. It's, uh, okay, twenty miles from from New York. As from someone who is from an hour and a half of Albany, oh, right, right, we right, right. Have an understanding. There is no sex like upstate New York sex. It is way more intense than any other place in the world. Show of so- show of hands. Who's who's had upstate New York sex? That's three. Not this chick. Oh, it's oh, it's yo, yo, suck. <laughs> yo, this is not my thing. It's not my sphere. I've spent very you have limited a face time as if you're disgusted. The I am, New York is beautiful. 
I, I know. Yeah. No, for no, legal no, reasons, for sure. we can't really have a full Nexium conversation. Um, however, we can definitely move past the Nexium conversation. I mean, I just want to clarify, Wonderful. though, upstate New York, I have nothing against it. I'm just a New England gal. And like, so that's where I stand. Yeah. And you lobster. Charleston, you had like loafer, brown loafer, leather loafer sex. Like, that's fine. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Whatever. I was like listening to fish on a deck in Charleston and it's fine. Yeah. It's like a different vibes. The vibes you, you were stirring, but, yeah. stirring your lobster bisque as a teen. Yeah, I was. <laughs> while, Indeed. While Jaggy and I were having sex in Clifton Park parking lot. Yes. Duh. Yeah. I was After like on a, a dock. Yeah. Just I was like, doing yeah. the same thing, but like on a floating dock in like under Got the it. starry sky in Maine. Very chic of you. Yeah, I know. Wait, Jaggyish, remind me where you grew up? Rochester. Oh, Rochacha. That's like, is that even, <laughs> Ro- is that upstate New York? That's Western yeah. New York. Borderline. Oh, it's Western you New York. Up, you grew up in a lake. Yeah, yeah my backyard was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. You so, grew up in a beautiful place, an idyllic place. Yeah. It's not upstate, though. It's like Western slash, we're twanging so hard we're in Ohio. It's No, it's like Canada. Yeah. And Canada and like did you party in Toronto? My friends did. I was never allowed to do that. My Why? Parents, no. <laughs> my parents were like, We know that all of your friends literally park their cars and walk across the border on the weekends and party because you're all eighteen. Yeah. You will not be doing that. And I was like, okay. Bummer. I, I had very strict parents. I did not do many fun things in high school. Also a bummer. I know. That sucks. Wait, sucks oh, what what borders did you cross to party odes? We went to Montreal. Wow. We definitely went to Montreal. And then, um, yeah, that was it. I don't know. We didn't really have, it was like really easy wow. to anonymously do stuff in the woods in Maine. Like oh, you yeah. could just do, yeah. Bonfire. It was basically like being in, in another country. Yeah, bonfires. Just a lot of How bonfires. How many bonfires? Show Quite hands. Who said sex at a bonfire? <laughs> oh, probably not. At- oh, oh, nailed it. Two of the 1, three. One thousand. This is wow. yeah. This is now. She, like, I can join the conversation. Yeah, all my yeah. hands are up. My hands are up. <laughs> her feet are up. <laughs> yeah, my feet are up. All of my limbs are up. Me, I did. <laughs> Pick me. Pick um, me. Sorry. Let's like come back. Yeah. Where are we at? Here. Bring bring us back, Jaggyish. I know. This is what really- she does. Yeah. Um, yeah, really reeling it back in. I think that what really made me upset the other day was empowering and also upsetting when uh, mainstream media journalists reached out to me to say she was so impressed with what I've been putting out and she wishes she could report on the story in a similar way. Because yeah. every day after court, all the journalists walk out together. We all can't believe the exhausting, redundant, bullshit of like of of these victims who like we start off wanting to believe and then they lose integrity and we're all like this is this is not a story that that people can really digest and it's not gonna mainstream would never mainstream only wants a narrative that um creates victims they don't want to create a narrative that is taking responsibility taking responsibility is actually incredibly empowering of all the Vanity Fair and Vogue and New York Times and New Yorker essays about Harvey Weinstein, 
raping people like Lupita Luongo's Vanity Fair piece, I thought was going to blow me out of the water. It did not. She was like, I met Harvey and we went to lunch and he asked me to drink alcohol and I said no. And he kept pushing me and I said no. And then after lunch, I went to his house and it's like, girlfriend. And then she's like, and then he pulled me into another room and I went with him and he asked if I would give him a massage. So I said, I'll give you a massage. And then I left his house and said I would never see Harvey again. A few weeks later, Harvey invited me to a party and I went and it's like, I went and it just keeps going. Consent, 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 Uh consent, consent. And one of the, um, the defense attorney said to someone like, so you're saying you faked an orgasm. That is the highest level of consent someone can give is being like, I like it. Yes, please keep going. Oh my God. Yeah. You wrote that. And that I really deeply, I was like, correct. I don't understand what would be the worst possible thing if someone was like, I was curious, I was desperate, I couldn't pay rent, I had to send money back home. One of my friends said if I blew Harvey Weinstein, I could get this part that I really, really wanted and I could like make sure I don't have to move back and work at 7-Eleven in Milwaukee. And so I went and I blew him and it was disgusting and like, he was disgusting and I regretted it and I hated myself and I, and I couldn't afford therapy. And I just like did drugs instead. Like what if we got an honest story where people talk about fucking like knowing, but still hating themselves. I would still allow that to be victim. Me too. I would, I would welcome it way more. I would be like, I hold all of the space for this actually, because this makes sense. This makes, I get why you did it now. I get your part in it. Otherwise, I'm I'm the way that it's being framed is like I have to understand him as a man who uh, descended upon you as like a vulture, um, and you were a, a lost lamb in the woods in the dark, and you were descended upon by a vulture with like an axe in his hand, and it just that's not obviously what happened. It's not this kind of crime. There's so much psychology and yes. all, all yeah. of these entanglements. And you can't put psychology on the stand and interview it, but that's what's yeah. going on. And that's, that's like the missing witness here is this more mm-hmm. psychology. There's like a spectrum of victimhood. I think there is. Mm-hmm. I think, of course. I think there is a victimhood that involves, look, I, I was under a spell. I was under a spell of low self-worth of yes. early in career, being a woman imposter syndrome i was 22 i was not knowing anyone in hollywood straight up not no not having the industry contacts none not having any industry contacts period and then being given perhaps an invitation to the center of it all the epicenter the dude who runs miramax are you joking yeah and just all i have to pay is pay with your body like, yeah, my body is right here, which this I've already currency? done, which they yes. probably already did in other ways in the past. Right. It wasn't a leap. It wasn't a leap. Man. For actor, it's not a leap for actors to give their bodies up for roles. They're the most no. associated type of human being in the world. It's and what so they do for a living is they're just doing it one more time and one more time. And just, yeah, I think that Harvey Weinstein's body is so dismembered that it just like 
makes you feel like you just fucked a literal animal. I don't know if I've said it, I made it really clear. One way that the defense is weeding out whether or not victims are lying is by explaining that Harvey had Fournier's gangrene in 1999. It got so bad, he was airlifted, and then they removed a large part of skin on his abdomen and then took skin from his genitals to skin graft back to his stomach. So one victim said that Harvey said, suck my balls. And 11 times in 10 minutes, the defense said, Harvey said, suck my balls, suck my balls. Because he didn't have balls. He doesn't have balls. He has maybe one testicle, maybe a half of a testicle. And someone has said that it looks like he has a vagina and a penis. So this victim. Which I can, I can imagine if you, right. Yeah. I understand. Discredited now because she didn't recall his genital area. And so what does it so even happened- matter? Why yeah. do, why does it matter what his genitals look like? Now his genitals are like a media superstar, darling. His genitals. Well, it's yeah. just so goddamn ironic that this man who made or break everyone is actually like deeply deformed um and okay. doesn't have he had everyone by his their by their balls. He didn't actually like have symbolically. Balls. It all goes okay. back to like this okay. being like a Greek myth, and it is like a Greek myth because like the man without genitals is raping every beautiful woman in Hollywood. So it's like it. the beast. The he's like the beast in every way. Like even his like weapon, which Got was it. his genitals, was like deformed and beastly. Yes. yes. So it. like that's and. and and people love that. Like, look, we love that shit. We love we, that. We love genitals. We love genitals. We love and mythology. We love, a, we love mythology. We love making it into like, but people won't admit that. People are like too mid and lowbrow to like understand that it's like yeah. we're just it's just like another Greek myth that we're all creating right now. But that's really what it is. That's why people are so enamored of it. Thank um, God here. That was beautiful. Um, thanks. I had a a little bit of red wine, so I'm just, you know, kind of. you should. I'm in my Sunday. I'm in my Sunday, like staring up at the sky, wondering. Sunday family dinner roast is cooking. Yeah, it's like there's a roast on the way and I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein's balls. It's just like a normal Sunday over here. Can I really fuck you all up right now though? Please. I, I live for this. As I was doing my research, as one does as an independent journalist, Harvey Weinstein's company, Merrimack, was owned by Disney for about 10 to 12 years, and then Disney let Harvey go. In hindsight, we know now that Disney did not, Disney let go of Merrimax because they were sick of paying out Harvey victims, Harvey assistants that he would yell at, scream at women he would assault, different things that Harvey would do that Disney had to pay out. We know in 2022, that's really why Disney dropped Miramax. In 2005, when the separation happened, Disney blamed 9-11 and said, we have to let go of Miramax because we stopped making money because people stopped flying to Disney World. What's next? Ariel sucked his balls too. A little mermaid. 
Put it. Put the Little Mermaid on the stand. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I sucked Harvey's ball. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. Bless. Thank you. Thank you. It, I um I've started a, my next feature is called Harvey Weinstein and 9-11. And there's yeah. three different moments in Harvey's life that mm-hmm. revolve around 9-11. And I um find it very fascinating. Yeah. Just the the Americana of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing Brie loves more than a 9-11 tie-in. It's just like oh, a yes. great, it's just like great to bring that in. Everybody well, like, it's, one of, everybody, it's just a huge dot on the timeline of relevance in this yeah. lifetime. So it makes sense if everything gets broken down into a 9-11 re- reference relational to 9-11. Sometimes at yeah. work where I will not mention I work, but it is, <laughs> it is in Hollywood. Sometimes yeah. as a as a frame of reference, we clock all of our project timelines to 9-11. For like your post-9-11. Of like, yeah. Instead of saying like, we're going to go live in 2022 November, we'll say we're going to go live 21 and a half years from 9-11. Yeah. Inside joke wow. on the team. Yeah. Yeah. That's because uh, th- that's how much I'm with you, Jaggy. It's like, bring yeah, it to 9-11. That's really hot, like fire. Okay, I can tell you the other two parts then, since we really seem to be grooving on this. Um, Harvey had an assistant named Bonnie Hung, and Bonnie was subpoenaed against her will to testify. She she was there last week. Bonnie Hung was her his assistant in New York City. She, um, I believe, was raised in a traditional Chinese family, so she really respects the patriarchy in a way that. I will never be aligned with, but I understand that that is her bread and butter. And she said, I do not recall for every single question that she was asked. Oh, it's a classic Justin Bieber answer. (laughs) Remember when Biebs took this hand? He was like, I don't recall. I don't recall. (laughs) When he peed in Cipriani's. Yeah. Um, That also ties in. But anyways. It all does. Bonnie said that she met Harvey in like 2000 or something, or maybe early 2001. And she was working for an Asian production company and Harvey asked her to work for him. And she said, no, she goes, I had my dream job. I did not want to leave it. Never thought I'd ever leave that company, but I took his number anyways. She said, and then nine 11 happened and I lost my visa and I called Miramax and I called Harvey and he gave me a job. And this assistant, many women have said that they were like, I don't want to go see Harvey. And Bonnie's like, it's fine. I'll be with you. I won't leave you. And then Bonnie would leave them alone in the room with Harvey. But I don't want to, but it's just so complicated, right? Everyone was afraid of Harvey. Everyone needed something from Harvey and he knew that. But she's an assistant. Her job is calendars and phone calls. It's not protecting other women's agency and helping them navigate their own consent forms, a.k.a. their bodies. By the way, and there's also, yeah, there's also, amen, and there's also no one who is, like, when you're an assistant to a powerful person, you are in, like, you have to basically become that powerful person. You are their 
every, you are them. Like you are them. This is like the contract spiritually that you're making when you become a powerful person's assistant is like, I will do whatever you tell me to do. If you want me to lick the floor, if it will help it, you're, you, you're at their whim. This is like what the, the job of an assistant is. You have to become so synced with them in such a specific way. You have to be so synced that when you talk, you're basically saying you in, you're like completely, you're just saying what they would say, like as an assistant. Yeah. And I can speak cause I was an assistant at a You've big ad this. agency. You just are like, you, you have to, I'm like, what would he say to this? Okay. I can't respond as myself. I have to respond as him. What would he say? Yeah. And of course you have to um, be blind, deaf, and dumb to everything bad you see happening. They wouldn't have an assistant if they could do it on their own. They're asking for an assistant to be like, I can only like be seen doing so much. I need a henchman. Like I need some fucking help here. And uh, I need someone willing to be like, I'm, I've got a blindfold on and a gag in my mouth. And like, this is it. But yeah. That's... I appreciate your compassion for Bonnie. Um, obviously, my major fascination is that she lost her visa after 9-11. Um, yeah, that, that is. And that's what got her into all this. Right. And then, right. And then... <laughs> And then the third thing was that Harvey produced Fahrenheit 9-11, like one of the most banned movies ever of all time. Right. John, yeah. can you, uh, Blatant, can you tell us a bit about Fahrenheit 9-11? Oh, I, I don't have a good summary on it, actually. It's been a while. Do, I, do we need to pull it up? I love Michael Moore. What? Love Michael I Moore. I don't like Michael Moore. <laughs> I, I canceled him after... What was it? The what? Columbine one? Oh, yeah. I, just, I mean, I, just, I like like vintage His documentary style. It's so heavy. His documentary style. Like maybe I don't think I watched Fahrenheit. I did. Michael Moore's political documentary uses humor and connect the dots investigative journalism to question the Bush administration's motives for wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. The film argues that President George W. Bush and his inner circle used w. the media to further an agenda that exploited 9-11 attacks. Very true. The close ties of the Saudis to the Bush family, the cynical profiteering of corporations, and the political elite beholden to special interests are cited as elements of a corrupt system. Oh, my God. It's very dope. It's very dope. It's very dope. Because, but it was like, but back in the, I remember, like, when. too soon. It was too soon. Yeah, no one could handle it. And, like, um, I remember even amongst like my liberal family they were like well he's a little crazy or something and so I think I was brought up to think like he was like a bit much because he was a like an OG conspiracy theorist but um if he were to if he was like uh new right now he would be exposing the Democratic Party not the Republican Party oh seems like you want to jump on a box and talk about that I think you should have a few minutes my friend oh really well I just think that Ultimately, I mean, it's been noble in the past to poke holes in the Republican Party, but now, like, it's all out there since the Trump era. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, we are who we are. Like, uh, in the Chappelle monologue, when he was like, 
Trump basically, you know, why are we saying that he's whatever, like you can go for Trump as much as you want, but all he did was say, yes, I lied on my taxes and I'm going to go back in the other room and keep lying on my taxes. See you guys Mm -hmm. later. I just told you what's going on, but I'm just going to go in the other room and keep doing it and shut the door. And you're never going to be in that room. So you don't have to worry about it, guys. Um, And like Hillary was still trying to like peddle the, the lie. And um, yeah, I I think basically like the Republican Party is out there just like I still don't agree with them. I don't agree with any party, but like they're just out there being like, yeah, we're corrupt psychopaths. Um, But Democrats are still trying to be like, we're the we do the right thing. Do you want to be on the right side of of society or the wrong side? We do the good thing for everyone. And it's like, no, you don't, man. Like no one fucking does. You're all a part of a corrupt system. Did you hear the story about how Harvey was on Hillary's campaign team? Was yeah. Like, and um, Lena Dunham <laughs> sent like Lena an email, Dunham. sent an email to Hil- Hillary's staff and was like, hey, you guys, I don't know if you know this, but Harvey Weinstein's like, like a rapist. Like, I don't think you should like have him around. And like, imagine like in 2016, yeah. you think you had this golden nugget of, of information about Harvey Weinstein. And Hillary's team said, we don't know why Lena would talk about something instead of fixing it herself. And then <gasps> Lena, yeah. And then oh. Lena went into like a complete downward spiral after that. And none of us knew why. We thought it was because of Jack and Lord singing down in the schoyard. We didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which was, which was, yeah, niche. But yeah, me and Julio but, down the schoolyard, sure. Right. But we what in hindsight it's like yo hillary clinton destroyed lena dunham's soul and mm-hmm. like made her feel like she, hillary literally gaslit lena with not mm-hmm. just like a little bit of like lantern fluid like hillary gaslit yeah. lena with like an enough to like fill an escalate to drive across the country yes <laughs> and she did that to a lot of people guys yeah hillary Us including, hillary you know, hillary yeah Gutsy. <laughs> Super gutsy. We love, yeah, we love gutsy. I love gutsy. Have you seen gutsy? No, have you seen gutsy? No, no. We're never going to watch gutsy. It's satanic. Satanic. Wait, Listen. Th- was there a follow-up to Fahrenheit 9-11 about the presidency so. of Donald Trump? Did you watch it? Um, No. Should I? I? Watch it. I don't I don't know. I think if Michael I, Moore was being true to himself, he would just be going after like, but he's not, he's too old. He's like a boomer. Tired. He's exhausted. He's a, yeah, he's tired. Yeah, he's and he's, six, I handed six, you, yeah. I handed you the truth on a silver fucking platter yeah. on, on a VHS tape and you were all ungrateful. You were ungrateful. Yeah. We called him like too extreme. We were like, hey, you're taking it a little too far. This is an American family. Like no, what? legacy. Have some respect. What? No, we exactly. People are just trying to get an invite to the Kenny Bunkport Estate, which is fine. I'd like to go there. I'd like to. Go I think there. me too. Where? I think the Kenny Bunkport Estate, the Bush Estate, how far, in Kenny Bunkport. How far are your parents from there? Oh, we're super close, like forty-five minutes. Oh, I once hooked up with a guy who wrote speeches for Jeb Bush, and I thought that was going to be my thing, but then I found out he had a fiance a couple of weeks later. Brutal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's where we're at. I did it myself. Did myself. Well, we have one more Jane Doe to go. I um, and it's Gavin Newsom's wife, so I'm sure it won't go well. And 
Also of no. Can our non-guest say something about Gavin Newsom really quick? Worst Being an thing, LA resident. Worst thing that ever happened to this state. And I did not vote for him in this recent election. I think he's a clown full of contradictions. And is yeah. the reason this state is slowly circling the drain. So yeah, what goes on here and just basic levels of humanity, he should be held accountable for and removed from office immediately. We're referring to the homeless situation. Ho- the homelessness in this state is untenable. As a person who originated from the East Coast, yeah, I I will never. You can never ever ever be okay with what you see when you walk by, and and see that and. The way people here have desensitized themselves and can look the other way and do nothing about it, but get really mad at Harvey, bad Weinstein and, and insist on using paper straws. But then there's people, (laughs) but then there's people sleeping on the street and then you ask for whole milk in your coffee and they look at you crooked, but there are 140,000 people in Los Angeles city County sleeping on the street. Gavin Newsom, yeah. I want answers. I want a brief on my desk on Monday. Yeah, brief. A brief. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use your wife for political fodder in her body. It's bullshit. But so one more thing of note about the Harvey Weinstein trials. Last week, one of the jurors who's been sick told the judge he does not want to be a juror anymore. He wants to go get better. And he won't be able to get better if he stays wow. on this jury. He was an wow. um, older man. He was Chinese and he was excused. He was dismissed. And they picked an alternate. The judge put all the alternate numbers in her hand and shook her hands and randomly picked. And replacing the older traditional Chinese man is a pregnant millennial. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. The goose is Three told me about this the other day. Yeah, I know. I know. That's like a mic drop. I mean, what the fuck? Do you guys know that I was summoned to jury duty a, a week before this jury was selected? And you were hoping and I was like, be roll the dice. I was like, no whammies, no whammies. That I am a person who never wants to be on a jury. I will go through, I'll go to great lengths and start signing yeah. up for shit on the spot and be like, sorry, I signed up to be a licensed social worker. See? And then they're like, we hate you. Get out of here. Remember when you but that did week, <laughs> Gigi Hadid was called for Harvey's New York jury. Wow. What are the odds? I I remember that. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. It was wild. Wow. So all this to say, my friends, is there is a lot more to the story than what meets the eye. Los Angeles is an incredibly demented place to live, to grow up, to have dreams um, you're always trading off something for, uh, something tangible, something intangible or something tangible. And, um, does the punishment fit the crime? Should Harvey be locked away in a cement cell or should he perhaps not be allowed to own any companies and control his own money? So that way he can't, you know, like pull his puppet strings. We don't know. I'm disappointed that it's very, it's been very easy to Google these Jane Doe's afterwards and figure out yeah. all the holes, you know? Um, mm-hmm. 
it's not like I it's not like it's taken a long time to figure out the the holes in their story. They're actually pretty simple. So um here's to here's to democracy and to the United <laughs> The illusion of democracy and to cancel culture. Yes. May we all know. May may we do our fucking best to just under like to just as our anonymous guest put it psychology is the missing witness the actual it's human gonna, it's going to be decades before we get psychology yeah. on the stand we still don't have yeah. we don't have a, a the, our arms around that yet it's very complex we're just scratching the surface yeah and power people throw around the word power like the power dynamics the power this the power that without understanding that power is something that two people can hold at the same time and wield in different ways and one person is actually like other than that situation where you're the assistant to the powerful person like there you're powerless there you really are powerless you're actually signing over your power you're saying i'm going to choose to not have any power here mm -hmm. um and like that's fine, whatever. I've done it. A lot of people have done it. But uh, in these situations where we're talking about the exchange of like your body, like there actually is like the desperation in Harvey's voice when that recording that Ronan Farrow got, like remember when they sent in like the desperation several times. Yeah. It's the so desperation, like he's desperate for this woman. Like he's actually sounds like he, like, I don't know, like he's like, he's like one that needs the favor. That's right. That's right, Brie. That's what he sounds like. He's like, will you please stay? Please, please don't embarrass me, please. And, you know, it's so interesting. So I think what that revealed is like, there's a lot fucking going on here, man. A lot of people, the ball is being passed back and forth and dribbled. Like it is not, you know, mm -hmm. I think this, it really I think is. Putting him in a cell, even canceling his ability to start companies, I don't think that we as people have that power unless you're like Elizabeth yeah. Holmes and you frauded markets and public That's companies. But when you go to register an LLC or something, like they have to approve your your request. They should be like, like Nancy Salzman after Nexium was not yeah. allowed to be a therapist anymore. Well, she, well, she was she was hypnotizing people out of their own constitution and intuition that protects yourself. But he was just a grimy, disgusting old man using yeah. power to go into contracts with young, beautiful, eager actresses. I don't know that eager, it's can eager. canceling people's livelihood is is a deadly weapon. It's deadly. It's like the great it, fire it, that it, took it, out it, Kyoto. Paper is City. It like but is the power balance to say you're just going to go to jail and like die there despite the fact no. that you've contributed a lot to culture or is the power balance to say, Mr. Weinstein, you are not approved to start any LLCs or any kind of company. If you register with your social security number, any company you will be denied. Your money has to be controlled by a conservator. So we don't find out you're paying a hundred thousand to a prostitute. You like you raped last uh, week. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and look, if those convicted, if he's a felon, then he's not getting the LLC approved. So it's on. It is in. It's on this jury to figure out. Yeah, like but, it'll take care of itself. I don't know. All, honestly, also the 
he is going to serve as a symbol of like what cancel culture can and cannot do. So I, I think that we need to be very careful with the way that we're handling this publicly and privately. Like, it's just like gonna, it, it's gonna have an influence like the way that, like, I love that I can have these conversations with you two, like, because it feels like the way that, like, it should be a Socratic seminar. Like, it should be like, how does everyone feel about this? Let's turn this over to the public rather than the word that Brie used before, draconian rule, being like, we're going to tar and feather you and make an example of you. But wait, what are we making an example of? Is this complicated? I'm not sure. We're just going to embarrass you and put your head on a fucking pitchfork and ride around town with it. And like that feels more dangerous to me. Um, And I feel like the minute we lose the ability to have conversations like this, and like feel safe doing it, then like we're going with the flow of like the tarring and feathering and everything. But and we we're not- lost the ability yeah. oh, it's to have these convos. I'm speaking totally under anonymous. Yeah. And wow. because of yeah. where, because of where I am circles I'm involved in and right. I don't speak this openly in those circles because I want to be gainfully employed. <laughs> and have impact for where I'm employed. I'm I'm a impact obsessed, not identity yeah. obsessed. But impact I'm often obsessed. asked yeah. to choose identity and and impart that on people that I work with. And I I I'm quieter there, but I don't feel we can have these combos. All these new movements need a sacrificial lamb, and he's the one yeah. for me too. Look, if we're gonna do it, let's get on with it and close out yeah. me too. And let's all move on and never say me too again, because there was a lot of consent and blurred lines. Robin yes. Thicke blurred lines in there. Robin Thicke blurred lines. Bless. Boom. Me too. <laughs> me too. Me too, you guys. Me I too, did you guys. I did it myself. I did it myself. <laughs> so yeah. bad. So bad. We love you. I don't know how to end this. You know, the 80-year-old this year classic children's book by French World War II pilot Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, The Little Prince. The little you guys prince. know The Little Prince? The fox, turns, the fox turns to the prince and says, and this is really the essence of the book, everything that's important is invisible to the eye. And I think what we're tacking on to that Today yep. is including the truth. Don't no one in LA, they think everything that's important is in their driveway or in the middle of their lips. And um, it's filled in their lips. Filled, filled in, their, in lips. their lips. Yeah, it's their lip filler. Or it's lymphatically yes. drained out of the <laughs> massage. And then ingested again in your Erwan Kardashian Barker yeah. smoothie. Placenta Erwan. So they went to, I went to Erwan wild they judge cater some erwan smoothies right now are we gonna get a um yeah siri send the erwan smoothies (laughs) katie aren't you so mad you're not here i can't even talk about it i don't even know what to say but i'm about to eat a sunday roast i'm being taken care of it's are your parents in the same room as us right now no they're out they're just beyond this glass door think like wondering if they should disown me probably no they're proud of you no they're not (laughs) 
Just tell them you're building your future. Yeah, I'm building my future on being so anti-establishment that the establishment crumbles beneath me. Sometimes you have to lose it all to win. Dolls. I've already lost it. Freedom is is we free. never had it. We Freedom's never just it. another word for nothing left to lose, as Janis Joplin said. Um, you know, we're out here. Yeah, risking our lives, risking our lives for the patriarchy. <laughs> mm-hmm, as per usual. Yeah. And and God bless. And God bless. And God bless Dave Chappelle. May God bless and, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, may, may God, God bless, bless him and keep him. And may God bless this episode of Dollhouse as broadcast <laughs> live from Los Angeles, California, Night Owl Studios. I'm anonymous special guest, Platon Vanite. And this was Katie Oates, Jaggy, in this special Harvey Weinstein post-trial episode. Catch us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Till next time. 